You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray on the Toad Hop Network. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. This is the About Last Night Show with me, Brad Williams, and as always, my co-host, Adam Ray. Hey! All right! I bought this tie-dye tank top with my own money. (laughs) You chose that! I did. I walked into a department store. A little shout-out to Urban Outfitters, (laughs) who provide the best tie-dye tank tops for Jews! (laughs) Uh, that's actually what the guy said, and I go, "What do you have here?" And he goes, "Tank tops for Jews." Like, so, 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 he, so he was an Arab selling, yeah, yes. selling tank tops. Is that my Jews. Arab voice? Well, you I know what? I mean, that's something that could bring the two sides together. Finally, yeah. tie dye tank tops. Tie dye tank tops. Yeah, you. Oh man, is it really are, that simple? You know, you know what? How great would it be? Sometimes uh, you say, you say things like that, though, like on podcasts or in passing or at uh, you know at strip clubs at the buffet, <laughs> you know, where great small talk happens. And you absolutely. say and you say it so just uh, simplistic, like wow, just yeah, a tie dye tank. Like have the have the the Jews design it and the Arabs make it, or vice versa, and then. <laughs> the, the this you know, is moments, laughing like this, this is, is moments shit, but, with a stoner right yeah. here. Moments with a stoner. I'm not even stoned, and I'd even say that like I was stoned. <laughs> Although I guess once a stoner, always a stoner. Hey, you know. Even if you're not high, there's going to be things coming out of your mouth that sound sound like. Because <laughs> in my head, it sounded like. Hey man, this will bring the two worlds together. Tie dye tank tops, and what you heard was, "Hey man, if all you guys do is put some colors on a shirt, man, and have the two sides fucking naked, and there we um, go, and ba- and bake it, or wait, what are we talking about? Like, that's what you heard. And well, that's not fair. Well, what we're gonna be talking about on today's show? Yeah, let's break it down. Is uh, well, uh, I-, I had an experience over the weekend where my brother-in-law uh, met the celebrity that he most hates uh, and sat down right next to him. And you were it, golfing at Pebble it, Beach. Yeah, didn't say shit. Uh, he didn't say shit to wow. him. So, and that stirs up, by the way, because uh, we are going to be taking calls for yeah. the first time ever. We're going to try in the history during the second part of the show. So after the first commercial break, sure. when we come back, that will be the call taking portion of the show. Also on the show today, I was in Seattle this weekend at the Parlor Live and had a little incident with a woman with a funky looking tattoo in the front row. Right. And that opens up a whole uh, bucket full of, of questions I have about women and tattoos. <laughs> okay. Also, Jerry Sandusky convicted on 45 of 48 um, butt-fucking counts All right. in the shower. All right. We'll talk about that. Also, I'm going to my best I, friend's- I'm applauding the conviction, not the butt-fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't know why I completely brushed over that and did not stop to ask you what the fuck you were clapping for. <laughs> I, I totally want to make that clear. Yeah. I am not uh, pro-whatever-the-fuck-he-did. Uh, yeah, I'm not a lot that. of stuff, man. Yeah. But we'll, we'll read the whole transcripts. Uh, no. That will, uh, also, I'm my best friend uh, from Seattle, uh, you know, and quite honestly, uh, probably in the world, is getting married. I'm his best man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bachelor party is this weekend, and uh, 15 mm-hmm. dudes are coming down. We're taking a, a boat from Long Beach somewhere. And uh, so that brings up, obviously, bachelor parties and also the speech at a wedding, man. A, yeah. a An in- incredibly 
integral part of the entire celebration that uh, people just expect to be great. And especially as we were talking about, if you're a comedian or any type of entertainer, right. the expectations are through the roof. Absolutely. Because already you were saying, like, people, yeah, right? It's like, oh, you're a comedian. People always introduce you with, he's so funny. And you feel that pressure <laughs> of, like, I guess I got to fucking pop out some zingers real quick. Right, like, exactly. Like, and, and this happens to comics all the time where we just go to social parties, social engagements. I'm, I'm with a buddy. He says, hey, this is my friend Brad. He's one of the funniest guys I know. I, that point, I'm like, it's shit. Yeah. I got to do. Just basically flipped your funny switch on, right? There. Right. I got to do something, and it, it's not like if, if you're if you're if you're a stripper and be like, hey, this is my friend. She's a stripper. You can just like pull out the tits and go, hey, look. I yeah. just proved or my she yeah. yeah start dancing on the gazebo. I just proved it. Yeah, like exactly. right, like right there with with, with the comedian. You gotta go. Oh shit! And what a, a lot of people realize, and this is of course they say this when we say, hey, yeah, I'm a comedian for a living, and they say, oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Uh, people don't realize that like we don't have a lot of us don't have like one liners just sure. ready to go. We don't have that kind of thing. Uh, my comedy is more storytelling, yeah. more involved. And it's like okay, well, if you sit down and listen to about twenty minutes, then yeah, I'll make you laugh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not like the, okay, two Jews walking to a bar. Sure. They buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, actually, yeah. that's actually really funny. And oh, if yeah. you told me that, I would laugh really hard. <laughs> if I didn't know you were a comedian. Two Arabs walking to a bar. They blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's... you just come back and rebuild it. Do you remember that joke I used to do? I haven't done it in a long time where I would talk about the uh, person asking me, oh, uh, hey, man, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke, funny man. And I'd go, yeah. all right, well, uh, why the chicken cross the road? And, uh oh, I've heard this shit before. Why, man? I go, all right, well, because uh, the chicken had uh, AIDS and the nearest HIV clinic was across the street. So the chicken goes to get checked out and the doctor finds HIV has actually spread pretty aggressively throughout his entire system. So the chicken calls up uh, uh, his boyfriend who was coming back from a business trip from Minneapolis. He's like, you have to hurry quick. Like It's spreading to my body. I don't know if I'm going to make it. The doctor's like, yeah, you got to get here. It's not looking good. So the chicken's driving through traffic. It's really just congested. It's one of those crazy LA traffic days. Gets to the hospital, finds out the chicken had a seizure, fell over off the table and died on the waiting room floor. And it was really sad because the chickens were going to get married at the end of the month because gay marriage just got passed and, and uh, he never got to say goodbye to his boyfriend. <laughs> and the guy just and the guy and I go and then and then I and then I have the guy's face who asked me you know tell yeah. me a joke have it just go from like you know just uh, really confused and I just have him go that's fucking dark as shit bro and I go yeah well you asked for a joke man so maybe just shut up <laughs> but yeah it, it's the, it's things of that nature where when, like when normally when people just say come on one joke I I usually do like the same thing where I tell them just the darkest joke yeah the worst joke I know which is to, uh, poke, to poke fun at what they're doing and hopefully they realize that you're kind of yeah. mocking what they're but sometimes they don't understand so when you say something really dark like that they're like they actually take that literally like that's your Absolutely. comedy Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the one, the one I always say is, uh, uh, "What do you do after you rape a deaf, dumb, and blind woman?" Jesus, break her fingers so she can't tell the cops. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Gint just uh, laughed yeah, like a ten-year-old boy guy, Gint, taking the, other the room, last just piece of cake through through soundproof glass. Here's what you heard, heard Brad. Here's what you heard as Brad said the most offensive joke of all time. Our sound guy goes <laughs> from the back. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, and by the way, when we do take calls uh, in the second half of the show, the number is 888-520-4374. That number again, 
520-437-4. You can call any time, but in the second half of the show, we, we, we want to know if you ever met a celebrity that you disliked, yeah. hated, and how did that go? And how did that go down? And don't just say, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm really not a fan of, uh, really not a fan of Quentin Tarantino's work. Like, he's, I like some of his <laughs> movies, but some of them, uh, I just really question some of the calls he made directing-wise. So I saw him at, uh, at a subway, and, uh, he was in there, and I was, I just drove by, but I saw him in there, he's getting a sandwich, so. <laughs> that's fucking, no, that's a yeah. shitty story. That has nothing to do with anything. We want to hear some actual nitty-gritty. You had an encounter. Dialogue sure. was exchanged. Uh, so we want to hear about that. We also, uh, in the um, keeping in the uh, sake of the best man speeches, wedding speeches, I, I need some help. And I guess I'm opening it up uh, to the world. Whether sure. tweet me with some suggestions. Obviously, I've got personal accounts and stories I'm going to go into. Sure. Uh, one of my other uh, buddies, who's all we're three of us, real tight. Uh, he's incredible, uh, incredibly musical, uh, and we're going to write a song, I think, and end up performing it. But uh, there's got to be speech. Pe- I mean, you know, what is too much? Because you've got the grandparents, you've got the family, you've got the friends. You've got to try to appeal. It's like the toughest. I mean, comedy gig ever because Absolutely. you. You people want you to be funny, even if you're not a comedian. They want the speech to be. It was. Hey, I remember that one time. You got to reference stories like. Remember that one time we got really drunk and you puked in my car and you know and <laughs> they people, want oh, that kind of thing. They, they want, want that, that, but they don't want like. Remember that time that we you know, uh, you know, double fisted that uh, you know. <laughs> which are the best stories? Yeah, yeah. Though. Which people? Which guess what? The grandparents really do want to hear those stories because they're like, look, I'm gonna die in 15 days and I'm at a wedding. I didn't think I'd be at if he, if my grandson double fisted a fuck. Tied prostitute. Well, then, God damn it, I want to hear about it, and I want to smell the fist. <laughs> well, <laughs> to the bride and groom. Oh my God, uh, I had the worst comedy gig ever um, at a wedding. Uh, it, it, it's, yeah, and you're like comedy gig at a wedding. Yeah, uh, some fans of mine were getting married. They booked me <clears throat> at their wedding, and they're like just. Do stand up. We like you, and just now, do stand up during the reception. Uh, yeah. Okay. During during the reception, and so that would be, that yeah, would be kind of weird. Does anyone uh, have an objection <laughs> to why these two should not be married? Well, have you ever seen uh, Karen's left tit? <laughs> Looks like a fucking sand dollar making out with a pancake. Hoo I'm Brad Williams. Check me out at, at @funnybrad on Twitter. <laughs> Just start going in the one-liners. Yeah, uh, it was it was at the reception, and I'm like waiting to have a stage. There's a band playing, so the band stops playing. I'm thinking, all right, the crowd's amped. The band was playing. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna go on. Uh, what were they playing, by the way? What were they opening you up to? You know, like I will survive. We are family. Like the, you know, like the classic the wedding hits. You know what? The classics and cliche, but yeah. you know what? Always a winner. Do Host by Rammstein. <laughs> oh yeah, right. It's a great one. Maybe a little bit of uh, Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> well, Eastern boys and Western girls. <laughs> Western boys and Eastern girls. Exactly. Uh, so I'm Western like, all right, girls. I'm gonna go on. But before I go on, the maid of honor yeah. runs up to introduce me, and she starts going on a speech about how she's so sad that uh, the bride's mother died about Jesus, two man. weeks before the wedding. Come on. And like she would have been so happy to see it, and it's so beautiful, but she's with us in spirit. People are crying, and then she you has to pick those moments to say yeah, shit like that. Absolutely. And she literally goes from that to our dead mother like two weeks would've ago. Would have loved to have seen would, would this have next comic. <laughs> that would have been great because oh. that would have been a funny intro. She, no, but she nobody literally goes. That. She literally stops and goes, and now the comedy of Brad Williams. Oh, 
dude. All right, what's up, yeah, dead bombers? Yeah, but yeah, right. No one's clapping but you, by the way. Oh my god! To try to pump the energy up back in the room, dude. So she's literally wiping. So with the finger she wipes a tear with, she then turns that finger into a point and goes, "Bring on some comedy." Yeah, oh, and dude, uh, that's yeah. not fair. Right? How oh. do you not? And that's uh, and that's why uh, people not in the business just don't have a fucking clue <laughs> with certain et- etiquette. Sure, you know moves like that. You, I mean, there, there's a reason if you go to any improv or funny bone or any comedy club that they do things the way they do is because that's what it well, works. Yeah, that's why it's a, it's a proven thing. Sure, host is an important job, um, not as uh, taken. Uh, uh, is the importance of it to me, I feel like in the states, is, and this is what I've heard, and, then, and I've seen it too, is not as important as it is in like Canada and other places, because you know they'll let people host who have been doing it three months in the states. Sure. And uh, I mean, dude, you've done corporate gigs where yeah. like the host is the guy who's been giving the presentation, and he's like, right. I don't know if everybody just takes a seat, and uh, you know, after a, a fifty-minute presentation that would literally, like, I literally see people in the crowd being like, if if you if anyone has a gun, I will easily put it in my mouth. <laughs> Because not only do I not want to work here anymore, I don't want to see what's about to happen after this. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's an important job. So anyway, so we'll see, man. I mean, it's I I got to find that fine line between funny to me, right? Because you always start with right. It's funny to me, and that's now I got to make it funny to all these strangers, absolutely. Because right? you got to enjoy what you're talking about. And it's not like a comedy club setting where people are expecting the funny. They're ex- they don't know what to expect at that point. But so, the, and then I, I want to ask that question though too to you. Like, what do you like? Because, and Jim Carrey says a long time ago, and I feel like I'm I'm trying to uh, always apply it to my shit. Where he's like, if you're catering to the audience, mm-hmm. you're not. Why are you doing it? Like, do like he's like do I you? always did shit that I thought was funny. It made me laugh, and I and I I find a way to to make them get on board with that. It. That would still not explain Mr. Popper's penguins. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just saw that the other day on TV. Well, I watched the Thank piece you, of Stoner. It. I just well, it was in the hotel. It was late, man. There's <laughs> come on. There's not movies you just end up watching that you're like, I'm never going to see this anymore. No one's. It's almost like there's a no reason why you're never going to see Mr. Dude, Popper's Penguins. Shitty movies in a hotel are almost like porn because no, you're like nobody's <laughs> around. Nobody's ever going to see about it. <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins is like porn because it fucks your head. <laughs> You watch that movie. Plus, those penguins are all buck naked oh. and fucking just with their little waddling dicks, just fucking ping pong <laughs> flopping out. That I, I would love to know that someone paid him a lot of money to do that, and that's obviously, the only explanation. Obviously, twenty but, mil at least. Yeah, and uh, there's there's pick any number of movies of of people that. What took a bummer it. too that that that's that that's I mean. That's just how, how how tough Hollywood is, man. To sustain a career, to be, to go from Dumb and Dumber to Lion Liar <laughs> to The Grinch, and st- right. and just and then uh, in Eternal Sunshine, Truman Show, and all 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 that good shit. And then let's let's ha- let's have some penguins. Won't it be crazy? Jesus, you know you know they slide, they do. It's hilarious. God, all right. But you know, man, that's that's the power of money. I mean, think about us. Cut to ten years, man. When they're like, Hey, Brad, do you want to, uh, <laughs> you know, do you want to remake? Like in the Parent Trap, absolutely. You know what? Oh, we have a we have a caller. I think we might as well just fucking take it. I yeah. Gotta, I gotta be honest. Git just held up a sign that said Rob Line Two, and that's gonna be the first time I got an erection from seeing a sign that says <laughs> Rob Line Two. Because that's how excited I am to have a caller. Um, can we put him through again? He's on, there right He's on right, right now. Hey, Rob. Yo. What's up, man? What's up? Rob, uh, you just gave Adam Ray an erection. Congratulations on that. You're welcome. Yeah, well, it just went away because I heard the sound of your voice, man. <laughs> not, not sexy at all. Now, Rob, uh, have have you had any 
encounters with uh, celebrities that you hated, or do you have any best man advice for Adam? First of all, where are you calling from, man? I'm calling from Vancouver. Hell yeah. Canada, eh? All right there. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we still blame you for Justin Bieber, eh? Uh, okay. But, but we thank you for Alanis Morissette. <laughs> there you go. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you the story about... He's like, yeah, you know what? That's uh, not funny. Yeah. Anyway, go What's on. the story? Yeah, I got the chance to uh, meet Big Country Reese from the Grizzlies. <laughs> I said celebrity. <laughs> Big Country Reese. Hey, I, like, hey, I got a chance to meet a, a, a guy who played in the NBA for three seasons. Two of them he was injured. Yeah, and uh, he looks like a body double for Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> uh, well, Rob, I'm hoping that the rest of this story trumps the beginning because so far <laughs> I give it a 9 out of 10 on this story sucks a fat dick meter. <laughs> but, but, okay, what happened, what happened when, Rob? when you met Big Country? You know what? I don't need this in my life. Rob, Rob, we're, <laughs> Rob, we're giving you shit, man. Come on, what happened? We're... All right. We lost Rob. <laughs> First caller success. Oh, my God. Rob just, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Up on us. You know what, though? Fuck you, man. If that's, what, if that's your move, if that's your move, Rob, you know what, man? We fucking, this is a, you called into a goddamn comedy show, man. This is a comedy podcast. You got to know what to expect. You Not only, you know, all right, you know what? Let me take a sip of my Sprite. If you're going to call into a comedy show, and you and you with with two guys who have clearly set the table and the stage for hey man there's a lot of jokes being passed back and forth there right. and not everything we take it seriously and we shit on each other and we shit on everything else and your story is I met a basketball player who nobody even thinks about anymore right. who ne who who was never an all star I mean Rob man I, you know I, and we well I we, would love to stay on the line and, and heard the rest of that story man but. <laughs> Guess what, man? If you don't need a a, if you don't need people making fun of a big country story in your life, then I guess we don't need a big country story right. in ours. Well, but we actually have another caller right now. Please and, let it be uh, Rob's girlfriend calling back with well, the rest of this story. Well, it is a female, unless Jill is the name it's of Jill. a guy. So uh, let's go with uh, let's Jill. Go with Jill. Uh, Jill, can Jill, you hear us? You were on the About Last Night podcast. Hello. Hi, Adam. Hi, Brad. How are you? Hello. Ooh, she's got a sexy voice. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I feel really bad saying this to two Trojans, but I had to serve Matt Leinart, and I hate USC football. Oh, you had to serve him? Now, in a yeah. restaurant, or did, was it? Restaurant okay. where you wear all white. I won't tell you what it, what one it is, but I know that uh, they does, serve a lot of desserts. Does it rhyme with the bees cake? Correctory. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> All right. So. You know what? I, I got to be honest. My first guess was going to be the Olive Garden, but I'm actually because don't they wear white? I think they I, do, but not all white. They also only let white people in there. That's another Ironic, unknown ironically fact enough. About the uh, apparently, only white people love. Have you ever seen a black six? person in an Olive Garden commercial? And guess what? If you have, tweet me at Adam Ray Comedy <laughs> with the year that commercial aired and the station it premiered on. Yo, know, it, it's kind of like the obligatory black person in the commercial. You, 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 you know that van uh, where all they all start singing Crazy Train. Yes. But, uh, and then, like, there's one black kid sitting in the back left corner that shakes the cup of ice because you know, because you know, he's the one. He's the one with rhythm. Because all black people have rhythm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, dude, there's a, there's a van of six white people and one black kid in the back. That's Shit. a kidnapping. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, that is a kidnapping. But uh, Jill, so you served uh, Matt Leinert. Now, what happened in this interaction that that gave you the the wrong impression, or are you well, just you just don't like I, USC football? 
I already didn't like USC football. Oh, by the way, you guys lost to ASU this year, just to remind you. Shut Whoa, your damn God. mouth. Hey, Jill, uh, <laughs> guess who's coming back for a senior season with a lot of returners? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it is fantastic. That's a great, that's a good call of, that's a good choice of word on your part. It is very fantastic. All right, so what happened? I wish you luck. I wish you luck. Well, thank you. So what happened? I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of celebrity uh, regulars just because there's not a huge array of places that, you know, professional athletes in Arizona were living. Yeah. So they'd come in a lot. And for a while, Matt's, Matt's thing was Monday night. And, you know, I can make almost anybody talk to me and, and have an enjoyable experience. Um, well, sure, because you, sa- you sound hot. And uh, and who doesn't look hot when they're wearing a white button-up sure. and a tie? i got to be honest. <laughs> my uh, my ex, we would t- talk about role-playing, and she was like, do you want me to dress up like Wonder Woman or Anna, Anna, uh, Anna uh What's Angelina Jolie? Oh, yeah, and I go. go, no, no, no. If you could dress up as a waitress from the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> not Hooters. Not Hooters at all, man. Cheesecake Factory. And we're not, we're not yes. even joking, by the way, Joe. All right, so I, I used to wear my orange shorts from Hooters underneath my oh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my God. Wait. Wait. So you were also a Hooters waitress? I was. I was. Jill. I want pictures of Jill. Yeah. We need, we need, we need, we need, che- we need pictures of Cheesecake. Not even pictures of you, Jill. Just pictures of Cheesecake. <laughs> Um, I've got both. I've okay. got the shorts and the cheesecake. Fantastic. Check your Twitters in about five minutes. Perfect. Anyway, All right. Matt was just the worst as far as, you know, everybody went. He only tipped like 14%, and you don't make much money there anyway. And uh, beyond that, you couldn't. he wouldn't talk to you. He just wouldn't talk to anybody. Oh, bummer. Was he there by himself? Was he there with a hot chick? Um, a lot of times he was by himself. Sometimes he even huh. had a hot chick. His son is adorable, actually, like Scooby-Doo or did at the time. Okay. Um, yeah, but he just he wasn't very nice. Now, uh, you know, now, you said that you weren't a fan of his, obviously, going to uh, ASU. Now, did you say anything to him? Did you say, like, no, hey, go Sparky or anything like that? No, that's just mean. Although the, the picture of me with Sparky from my graduation on my server book may have tipped him off. Oh right. So he so he so he knew. He, he, he knew. Knew. Well, knew. Well that well that's awesome. Thank you for that Jill, story. Thank you for calling and, uh, and thank you for Jill, being a hot girl. Yeah, Jill, and also thank you for not getting frustrated with us making jokes at your expense and not hanging up like our previous and first caller ever on the About Last Night podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Rob's phone call. But he called in with a celebrity story of a basketball player who uh, nobody has thought about, even his own family, in probably 20 years. We make a couple jokes, and Rob said, I don't need this in my life, end quote, and hung up. Wow. I'm going to run around Orange County screaming I'm number two for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Thank Jill, you, you're Jill. always number one in our hearts. Thank you for calling. All right. That was Jill, and we had to cut Jill off just because we have to go to this one caller who has a limited time. This is Angelo. Angelo, you've got a celeb story. What is it, buddy? Oh, hey, guys. What's up? Uh, Where are you calling from? Are you familiar with the band CKY? CKY, yeah, that's where the Jackass guys actually got started, right? <clears throat> yep, exactly. Cool. So Which one of their songs? Chad Gruberg is. Oh, Chad, uh, yeah, Chad's the... Guitar player. Yeah, guitar player, okay. Yeah, well, we uh, I was working with a band that was on tour with them one time, and we're in Farmington, New Mexico. I'm talking to our bass player. Chad's over there restringing his guitar behind the club. Looks up at me while I'm talking to the bass player and says, Hey, I look over and he's like, Why the fuck should I give a shit about anything you have to fucking say? And I'm just like, Dude, I wasn't even talking to you. He's like, All right, whatever. And goes back to doing his guitar. Like, what the fuck was that all about? Well, let me tell you, Angelo, uh, meth is a hell of a drug. 
And sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you create conversations in your head that aren't actually happening. So he looked in your direction and cursed you out? Yeah. And uh, then he was like, all right, whatever. And then we hung out later and had a good time because uh, he's really good friends course. with our drummer. They like grew up together. And so we're hanging out talking. And I asked uh, our drummer, Johnny, dude, why the fuck would he uh, approach me like that for the first time ever talking to me? He's like, oh, that's just Chad's way of getting to know you. All right, oh, wow. so uh, so this he, had a happy ending. Yeah, he gets to know you by cursing you out. That sounds good. That he sounds gives like you a little freak moment. Yeah, that sounds like most ways that I like every Philly boy out there. Yeah, yeah. sounds like most now, ways. Now let me ask that you this real quick, Ange. Do you guys still keep in touch? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> All right, well, good man. Wow, they haven't been back to L.A. for too long. Well, call him up and go get an orange Julius, man. Thanks for calling, Angelo. Appreciate it, buddy. Keep listening, dude. Um, wow. Yeah. All right, Brad, so we got two out of three. I gotta ask this fun, man. <laughs> the calls are gonna keep on being taken, and let's keep on having them come in. This is the About Last Night podcast. A lot more coming at you guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network Radio, worth watching. Frank here for ShoeDazzle.com. Well, not so much for ShoeDazzle.com. I'm here for you guys. If you're looking to do something special for your lady and you don't want to really think about it, you go to ShoeDazzle.com and set her up with an account. She goes on and she picks out uh, her style, and ShoeDazzle.com does the shopping for her. They get her own little boutique where they give her shoes every single month, and women love shoes. Us, really not so much. We could care less. But they love them. You'll get super huge points if you just get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com. Hot shoes and accessories personalized to fit her unique style. New products are added regularly. And uh, you only have to buy them if she likes them, which I'm sure she'll like them. But the great thing is every pair of shoes is only $39.95. So this is really a no-brainer because you don't have to think about anything at all. You get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com, and you look like a saint the rest of your life. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com by clicking on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, typing in the word Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you'll get 20% off. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com. If you haven't been listening to App Addicts... Yeah, that's the crazy thing. And we actually posted that on our social media, that that is going to affect Facebook users. Yes, it's going to affect their... Yes. yes. So there was an article that just came out that said that, it, and we mentioned this a few shows ago, that... The vast majority of Facebook users are now mobile. They're looking up Facebook on their phone, on their iPad, whatever. Right. And Facebook is having a really hard time monetizing that. So they're this huge company worth over $100 billion that isn't producing revenue, or at least not anywhere near their actual valuation, which is crazy. So to offset that problem, what they're doing is they're now going to put advertisements in users' news feeds and timelines. App Addicts, Fridays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly. Or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do Nobody. that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail. And you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com. And you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. 
And uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you do that. Those were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. Everywhere. I just had a, I got a Global. Tweet, I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay. Always less than retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G dot com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back. In history with that rap and me. My team's been had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey in a quart of beer. Riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff flashes on my tail because I'm in demand. One lonely BCIP. All by myself without no bots key. The sun is beating down on my baseball hat. The air is getting hot. The beer is getting flat. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy. His name is MCA. I said, howdy. He said, hi. Now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. <laughs> We're back. This has been a fun show so far. Dude, taking calls. We're uh, doing our best, man. Uh, we hadn't done it before. We took some of your calls. Some were good. Some were crazy. Uh, it's, like, it's like, I mean, can you, what's something comparable to this, where you you haven't done something before, it's the first time you've done it, you've heard How about that it's, sex? It's her, you've heard that it's fun <laughs> and a little messy, and yeah. there's always going to be somebody not happy. <laughs> that sounds a lot like somebody a always has to clean up actually. at the end. Your parents are listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. They're trying to give so you advice much, afterwards. Yeah, it, it, 
it's like losing your virginity. Now, if you want, if you want, if you there's want to call us, there's a midget us, there. Yeah, there's a midget <laughs> yeah. there in the room. This is exactly like my first time. Exactly. Uh, now, if you want to call us, the number here at Toad Hop is eight 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 five two zero. Four three seven four eight 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 five two zero four three seven four. And what we're talking about is, I'll give you kind of the backstory. Uh, I was out playing golf with my brother-in-law this weekend. My brother-in-law hates Eli Manning more than anyone in the world. Uh, he's from San Diego. Feels dissed by Eli because he went to the Giants and requested that trade. And we're playing golf at this course, and we sit down to dinner, and Eli Manning sits at the table right next to us. And we're all looking at my brother-in-law like, hey, Kevin, come on, buddy. Yeah, like, dreams do come Come true. with it, dude. Let's. You've been waiting. Pent-up aggression. Yeah. Let's do this There's a shit. lot of Make-A-Wish kids that don't have this opportunity. <laughs> so step up and take one for the team. Exactly. And he says <clears throat> nothing. He sits there and just is silent the whole time. And we're just, we, we, we get so mad. And then we're, we're like, and then he makes the excuse of, well, you know what, guys? Like, I don't want to get kicked off the course. We we, we, we got to play tomorrow. We're like, all right, we'll take that. But you can't argue with that because, yeah. The, but but the at the same day, time, man, you can play golf any other day. Yeah, the next day it happens again. Eli sits next to us again at breakfast. This is like God just walking in saying, ah? Ah? Yeah, Twice in one, that's, yeah. I mean, come on. And he still <clears throat> said nothing. What? So, Dude, nothing. twice in 24 hours you... Uh, I know. Because the excuse flies the first time. Right. Then when you're there, although you probably hadn't started playing yet, right? No, but still... He's not going to kick us off. He's Eli. By the way, no one looks less like a football player than Eli Manning. Like I've been next to football players, and we both went to USC. We've had classes with football players. You go in there, you big dudes. You see a guy 6'5", 240, you're like, all right, that dude either plays football or he plugs a big hole in a leaky pipe. Like that is really glad you said leaky pipe. <laughs> really glad. You said That's leaky about pipe. it. Uh, but yeah, but Eli just literally like, and you hear the comparisons all all the time that he's a mouth breather and all that. But he literally looks like that. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, but in our experiment of taking calls, we are our very first caller. Yeah, let's recap here. So, on about last night was uh, Rob from now, Vancouver. From from Vancouver, former home. <clears throat> excuse me to the Vancouver Grizzlies, uh, an expansion team. In the NBA, mm -hmm. with players like uh, I don't know who they started out with. Um, uh, 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 it was one of those Muslim names, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Yeah. Um, uh, oh shit! They had a guy named Sherelle. Uh, no, something right. Sherelle. Something. Sherelle Davis. That's running back for the Denver Broncos, Terrell Davis. No, Sherelle Davis. Sounds I don't like a know. guest on the Wendy I Williams show. I feel like someone where you just kind of sneeze and whatever you say, that was their name. Like, yes. <laughs> but, oh yeah, present. But at like, the time, <laughs> they had they drafted a guy named Bryant Reeves from Oklahoma. Big country. Who? Yeah. Guess what? Not uh, okay. So Rob begins with a story about meeting Bryant Reeves, big country. Mm -hmm. Now, not that that's uh, not a celebrity, but. Um, not the celebrity. In today's how we look at celebrities, sure. somebody who played in the NBA for three to four years, yeah, half of it was injured. Yeah, the guy's nickname was Big Country because he went to Big Town Buffet and pretty much ate <laughs> enough for a whole country. Right. Um, you know, it's just not the story we were expecting with our first call, right? And our first celebrity story. And I guess Big Country, I don't really, uh, I wouldn't really attribute him as a celebrity anymore, right? And but uh, so Rob, Rob calls with this information, and we, because it's a comedy show, yeah, gave him a little shit. Mm -hmm. And Rob uh, said, and I quote, 
I don't need this in my life. <laughs> like he was in a fucking Tom Hanks movie <laughs> and walked out the door on us. And hung up on and us. And hung up on us. And but, Rob was a little butthurt, and I was a little uh, pissed, and I was also a little uh, happy because uh, I didn't really want to hear the rest of that story. But guess what, man? As soon as you hung up, I felt bad because I do want to hear the rest of that story, which Absolutely. is why on the line right now, from Vancouver, Rob. Guess who's back? Back, back, back. Oh, dude. What's right, up, Rob? Rob? Rob. Re- coming well, back I... to redeem yourself on the About Last Night show. I want to explain myself. Okay. <laughs> Please. Fire man. away, man. Fire away. Okay. Well, you know, I got in shit. I dumped my girlfriend. And shit's been a little hectic the past few days. So I okay. let out some aggression on you guys. All right. Hey, you know what? Wow. It, it, it's, totally it's respectable, okay. man. It's okay. I mean, you got you. You see a Jew and a dwarf. That's two targets where you think, hey, not threatening. Not threatening. Yeah, <laughs> so, nice people. Yo, uh, Rob, what happened with it. the girl? Can we ask? She thought I was cheating, and I wasn't. So I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, you know what? Now you're free and easy, and you can go out and a lot get of some, women out there, man. Get, get some crazy Canadian tale. A lot of women. Which, I've been to Vancouver. Very hot women in Vancouver, and the beer is more alcoholic in Vancouver, and you get drunk faster. And guess what, Rob? Uh, I'm willing to bet there's at least six women in Vancouver who would love to hear a I Met Big Country story. <laughs> and I'm not No, even... check this out. This story, it's, you're going to be shocked. Okay? All, right, all right, here we go. Go for it. Well, it all starts with my best friend, his little brother, got in an accident, and uh, I hate to bring the show down a bit, but... Yeah, yeah gotta know. be honest, Rob, already another <laughs> shitty start to the story, man. I mean, you're fucking... You know, let me just pause you for a minute here, Rob. Let me tell you how stories usually begin when people want to... When you go out of your way to tell somebody you, you've got a great story, it doesn't start with, A, well, I met big country, or B, my best friend's kid got into an accident. And he's hurt and, and life-threatening. And, and, and we don't know whether or not to pull the plug. I don't know if that's what was going on. It wasn't life-threatening. We're close to pulling the plug just... on this story, so let's, let's, let's get back into it. And here we go, Rob. I, I have faith in you, Rob. Of, I have faith in you. Of the big country well, story. Hey, through this charity, he got a chance to meet his favorite Vancouver Grizzly. Already back favorite, on board with you. All right. And Good his, job. His favorite, his, the, the, my, little, my best friend's little brother, favorite player was Big Country Reeves. Awesome. Okay. So we go to the game. We watch them get killed by the Spurs. Sure. David Robinson rips Reeves' asshole apart. Wow. Dude, that, <laughs> was that when D-Rob was still just killing it, right? No, th- yeah, this was in his latter, like his later years. But, but still, still dude, was, the guy was in unbelievable shape, so he was still drunk. His arms were like fucking ridiculous. Dude, yeah, his arms were f- definitely fucking ridiculous. They, so, they didn't. He, David Robinson is as close to an action figure as you will ever see on a basketball court. Absolutely. All right. So after the game, uh, one of the employees for the Grizzlies said, "Go to room nine hundred two. He's gonna be in there. Go ahead." She just leaves us. So I run. I'm running through the hallway. My best friend is wheeling his little brother. I'm run. I get to the room first. <laughs> yeah, I open sorry, the door. Yeah, we can definitely giggle with that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go for it. I open. I open the door. Big country is like doing something. I think he's eating something. He whoa, 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 whoa. Looks- Let's back it up. Wait. Let's get specific because he's doing something. There's a lot of things you can do in a hotel room. And if your name is Big Country <laughs> and there's a Make a Wish kid coming to see you at 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 ten at ten at night, what was he doing? Was he eating or was he just no? He was in the arena. It was just like some room. I think he was eating. He had his back turned to me, so I couldn't really see. I think he was eating, though. All right, let me ask you a follow-up, Rob. Was he closed? (laughs) Yeah, he was closed. All right, good. Continue. And so he he has, like, he's, like, eating a fruit or something. He turns around, and he says, I swear to God, I'm not lying to you. He goes, you're not handicapped. 
What? <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to say, so I just looked at him. And then on cue, my best friend and his little brother walked in, and the look on his face was priceless. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you He's, walked in first, and he yeah. saw you? I was running down the hallway because I wanted to be first. This, I'm a medium professional athlete. I'm pumped. Yeah. yeah. So, so you were like, I can outrun a wheelchair. And, I, so, <laughs> and, and yeah, you were like, dude, yeah. Rob... Fuck it, man. I'm back on board with you, man. Rob's All good. Right. Here's, here's, here's what I love about you, man. You go, I, I'm about to meet a professional athlete. Right. Not many people get to meet celebrities in general, let alone professional athletes. Your, uh, you know, <laughs> your, uh, your friend's brother got in an accident, and, you know, that's shitty, but also gives you an opportunity to live out uh, a little bit of, of your fantasy. And you were like, I'm fucking not going to fuck this up and let some, some guy wheeling in a chair stop me from, from maybe, maybe Brian Reeves goes, hey, you know what, I only meet two people in these things, and then you don't Well, even... he, he's in a chair, but he's kind of a dick now. He thinks he's like... Stephen Hawking's and shit. It's weird. <laughs> All right, that's where I got to stop you, Rob. The motherfucker's <laughs> handicapped, man. Take it, take it, take it down a notch, man. Can he, no, dude, he's dude, the guy can't, dude, the guy can't moonwalk anymore, man. You got to fucking take well, it easy. Well, he can. He just kind of wheels back. Yeah. It's, it's not quite as impressive. It's not as impressive, man. It's not as impressive. But, oh, man. But well, the thing... Rob, that is a great story. Brian, oh, the story's not over. Oh, it's not over. Oh, my God. Okay, go for it. So after this, when my, my best friend's little brother walked in, Big Country just looks at me, and he's, he's all, after the fake smiles are done, he looks at me, he gives me like a stare of, I might kill you, I don't want this story to leap. <laughs> well, Watch. now, it, you know what, his worst fears have come to fruition yeah, because it got leaked right here on the About Last Night show where we literally have hundreds of if big country stories hundreds. to be leaked. <laughs> hundreds of hundreds of listeners. Yeah, Brian Reeves doesn't even know the half of it, man. Guess what, Brian Reeves? You just stepped into the gates of hell <laughs> with a Jew and a midget on the About Last Night podcast, where all we do is leak Bryant Reeves happenings. <laughs> Dude, uh, Rob, you... Uh, great story, man. Great story. You you came, and then we, we shot you down, but you came back like the phoenix. You rose from the ashes. And Rob, uh, are you a fan of the story. show, man? Yeah. Dude, well, uh, Thank you, I got to be honest, man. We're a fan of you now, man. And keep listening, I will say dude. one more thing. Last thing, last thing. Sure. All right, make it quick. Fuck Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end Rob's call. Wow. Thanks, Rob. Fuck Damon Stoudemire. Yeah. You know, somewhat unnecessary, I but think. You know uh, what? But you know what? He was fired up, man. He was fired up. Yeah. And he, I, you know what? I could feel the, I could feel the, uh, the exchange of, of love of us letting him back in the circle of trust. There you go. So he felt, he felt comfortable enough to be like, you know what? And another thing. Fuck Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything. But I feel like you guys want a piece of it. Yeah, absolutely. What, and, dude, and I'm just happy because, like. Never judge a book by its cover. That was bro. a great story. Brian Reeves <laughs> sees a guy comes in, has. He doesn't know. You know, he could have been handicapped just because just he's running. I've seen handicapped kids run. Sure. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I've seen them run. They could be able-bodied. So, so, so someone could appear sure. that they're all good and then have a disability. So, yeah, he definitely rushed judgment. There's millions of those types of stories out there about athletes that people have no idea about. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, one at a time, Brad, we can uh, expose these C-level athletes <laughs> and their uh, horrible behaviors. Well, we might have another chance because we have yet another caller. They are rolling in, Goodness everyone. You, this... take, you take one shitty Bryant Reeves story and, uh, and all of a sudden you get 19 other possibly great stories. <laughs> this is uh, Joe from Rancho. Joe, what's up, my man? Domino's Pizza. 
Domino's Pizza. Wait, you say Domino's Pizza. <laughs> oh. What, 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 what's happening here? Let me ask you, have you ever been to Mesquite, Nevada? Uh, I've never been to Mesquite, Nevada. Okay. What's uh, up? Joe, what's up, buddy? You got a celeb story for us? You, you know what? Actually, Joe, let's change it up here. I would love to get some advice on uh, the speech at my buddy's wedding. Speech at your buddy's wedding. Yeah, Joe. First if, if you're Joe, we're, we're comedians, so if... You know, a lot of pressure, right? People are expecting a lot from me because um, <laughs> they want it to be funny, but they also know I'm the best man. So I've got I've got two different pieces of the pie. I need I need funny. I need heart. I need warmth. Probably you know possibly maybe you show a little a little you know give a little, you know wear some tight pants, show a little bit of bulge for the, uh, the the grandmas. What would you? What advice would you give me right now, Joe? You got to tap into the emotion of the event. Happened to the emotion of the event. Can, that you, was deep. can you elaborate, Joe? That was deep. That was deep. I'm on board. Elaborate. You look at the faces. You look at the happiness, the tears, the mom, <laughs> the dad. You tap into that like a reverse volcano, and you let it bubble up. I, do, you mind, do you mind if you just email me what you just said, and I can just say that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what Joe is on, but it might be bath salts. I think he might be eating someone's face Yeah, Joe, very do like, soon. Do you like to hit the vaporizer, Joe, at 345 on a Monday? Absolutely. I actually tried to order some bath salts online the other day from Canada. Don't <laughs> think they're the real thing. <laughs> it, just, it, it just came like crystallized forms of maple syrup. They, they jip you that way, those Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, but if you snort enough of it, you're talking a real rush. <laughs> now, are we talking a rush like bungee jumping or the rush of like when you sneeze and you're taking a piss and you don't know where your pee's going to go? No, we're talking a rush of eating three McGriddles back to back to back. <laughs> back to back to back to back. You know what? To back. How great back. is it? That we like, I didn't know what our fan base was here yeah. on the About Last Night show, and now we're finding it. We've out. had three of the most diverse callers today. <laughs> One guy who calls in with a shitty Bryant Reeves story of all fucking people, but then, but then that they turned out himself. that rectified it. Absolutely, uh, we had a sexy little Hooters Cheesecake Factory waitress oh, named my Jill. God. Thank who, you, Jill. Um, Jill, you know, you, you, you are a first female caller and uh, and hopefully now a, a consistent part of the show. <laughs> and now we get Joe from Rancho who uh, tried to order some bath salts because he's a fucking <laughs> lunatic uh, and offered up some wedding advice to which he said, tap into the father, tap into the daughter, tap into the mother. He just wants you tapping. And bubble up like a volcano. Joe. Uh, you are a great caller. You are a random caller, and I love the fact that you're a fan of the show. Thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, thank you for calling in, my friend. Good luck with those salts, man. Hashtag Toad Hop Network. Adam Ray, Brady, Brad, Brad Williams. Great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I mean, when you get your fans plugging your show on the show, right. you can't get any better oh than that. Oh, my God. You know, we, we don't have that much time uh <laughs> Remaining, we got right. about ten minutes, but I think I'm still curious about your. Uh, you said at the beginning of the show that you had a ta tattoo, uh, yeah, tattoo story, definitely. And this, oh, fuck, man, I mean, this could be a whole other uh, 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 topic for callers. All right, so for I don't have any tattoos, right? Okay. I uh, thirty since I turned thirty last week, and that seemed like an age of maybe to start to uh, you know dial into that. Uh, 
that place of maybe getting one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I get. You know, I feel like I would because that's with you forever. You got to have a game plan. I feel like I would panic and just be like, "Hey, man, put the fucking Baskin Robbins logo on my lower back." <laughs> Girls like ice cream, right? Sure, right? Uh, it works out. And that, and you're scared because sometimes trends, you know, trends change. change. Like, how stupid would you feel now if you had a Razor scooter tattooed on your arm? Like, hey, right. man, this is my main mode of transportation, man. Right. That's what Razor man represent. Yeah. Or like, in, if you could choose your tattoos, like when you were a kid, you would have nothing but like ducktails and exo squad oh my and God. stuff like that tattooed on you yeah, so i mean you... that might still be cool i don't yeah, know exactly. that, 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 that would probably be badass <laughs> right and guys get really tough shit you know like skulls with dildos through them or like <laughs> or uh there, this is actually a true story i was at a house party and there was a bar there and i'm at the uh, uh bar and I'm, I'm talking to the bartender and uh just trying to make small talk i could see other guys were hitting on her so i was like i'm just gonna you know whatever shit mm-hmm. shit this guy comes up starts ordering a drink and he's got a giant uh, dragon, half a dragon on his arm, and I go, well, that's fucking out of the ordinary. And I right. go, hey man, uh, what is that? What is that? Half a dragon? And he goes, yeah, man. And I go, uh, why do you have that? And he goes, well, I got half the dragon now, and then when I become a full dragon, I'll get the other half. To which I say, what? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes. I go, uh, I don't want you know. And this maybe sound like a stupid question, but, right? Um, but what happens when you get the other half and you become a full dragon? He goes. Yeah. Well, then I become a full dragon, dude. And I go... Like, yeah, that's what happens. Like, that's what... And I was like, so you become... Everyone knows that. You become... He's like, well, I get become a full dragon. And then he started going into some bullshit about what a dragon symbolizes. And that's where mm-hmm. I started to put him in the boat of women with tattoos. And this is my point. Women, they get <laughs> tattoos for the deeper meaning, the deeper significance. Mm-hmm. It's always fucking birds or flowers or Japanese lettering, right? Like two two flamingos spooning inside of a, a rosebud and it says above it, feng chu hao. And they're like, it means spirit of the heart. And you're like, you're fucking... No, it doesn't. And uh, so... <laughs> At the parlor this weekend, there's a girl in the front, and I asked if anybody had tattoos, and she had like all this Japanese lettering down her wrist. Okay. And I go, I go, uh, I go, that's adorable. And I go, I go again with the lettering. I go, you went with the lettering. What is it with all the fucking? I go, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume that it means something crazy. And she mm-hmm. goes, it means after the rainstorm, it's always majestic in the peaceful mind of my heart. <laughs> and dude, I fucking lost it. I dropped the mic, and I, li- it was the most genuine moment I think I might have ever had on stage, where I've been connected with somebody that's yeah. in that moment, and I start just dying laughing. And I go, I'm sorry. And people were laughing. And I was like, and I picked the mic up. I was like, I'm sorry. I go, that's just the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and I go, and I know that, like, fucking, that probably means something to you. And it's like, you know, but maybe you look in the morning every day and you go, you know, yeah. And there, after the rainstorm, and you say it to yourself or whatever. But, like, that's just, I go, I go, I just feel like that's what all women do with tattoos. You can't just get something for the sake of getting it. And I go, and that's the difference, I guess. Oh, my God. But anyway, so I, that just, you know, because of that, I wanted to ask you, Brad, yeah. do you. Well, I know you don't have tattoos. Right, I don't have. Well, yeah. Cause Although we, I haven't seen we, all your body. <laughs> Close. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've what, had we've had some road gigs. We've had some road gigs. That's what we're saying. What uh, <laughs> they still probably have no idea what we're insinuating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know. Gay sex. What? <laughs> Wait, I'm what? I'm sorry. Well, now we're gonna have some tweets. <laughs> Hashtag unfollow listener. All our homophobic followers. All right. So if you had to get a tattoo, and this is what I wanted, oh what I wanted to ask before we get out. Yeah. Of here, what, what would you get? And you know, maybe I could throw some options at you. Sure, you could even try to. Uh, we can figure out what what sort of tattoo wheelhouse you would be in. All right, would you get a tattoo of uh, of um, of, uh, of of Oompa Loompas? Mm-hmm. The dragon on the- Wait, uh, someone just called in that said they're the dragon. <laughs> like I, the dragon tattoo. That, I got. Like the- I gotta take this call. Someone just called in. And I want to know the what dragon. tattoo you would get. All right, we'll have an answer before the end of the podcast. 
we're on air with a dragon. First of all, hey, yeah, no, I'm a dragon. Hey, where are you from? Where are you from, buddy? I'm from um, a magical kingdom uh, that I can't tell you about because I'd be exploiting where dragons reside. All right, well that's fucking bullshit, dude. Because I know a lot of dragons that are very that take a lot of pride no, in where me, they're from. Me, no, 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 no. Right, let me fine. no, let me that's just stop fine. you for a second, dragon. All right, Puff the Magic Dragon, the yeah. land, the land of Hanali. Yeah, we dude, know the that land shit. of Hanali, man. Dude, he <laughs> said All it. Us dragons, listen, us dragons used to be very happy. We're not that happy anymore. You guys are going around getting our tattoos and telling us what they mean. You don't know what it's like to be a dragon. <laughs> this is crap. Oh, Obama's going to make a difference. Well, guess what he's not doing? Preventing people from getting dragon tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's that's true, because as a dragon, you probably walk around and you see some girl with, with a dragon tattoo, and she's like, oh, no, this dragon simplifies I'm peace like, and yeah. tranquility, and you're like, fuck you, bitch. I'm a beast. I'm yeah. A, yeah. No, and we're not beasts. That's another thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, maybe the rest, you might be the one dragon who just, you know, is very sensitive to. I'm a to, very angry dragon. <laughs> you're very sensitive. And you sound yeah. like you might have had some encounters with some naked, older dragon ladies. I have done, I have, uh. <laughs> Am I tapping into I've some shit right in, now, dragon? Wow, this I've is like. I've swindled into some, uh, some older dragons. Listen, I get a lot of dragon ass. <laughs> you know what? That's gonna be my next question. Is dragon it dragon ass, ass or dragon tail? Great band, by the way. Dragon, dragon ass. ass. Oh yeah, great band. Anyway, now on. dragon. I might just get a tattoo of you on my fucking body. You know what? That'd be I, awesome. I would be honored. Are you kidding me? Don't say, you say that as a threat? I take that as a compliment. This is where dragons and people are constantly okay, well, not coming together. Fuck this human over over your face, and I walk around the dragon community. Like, Again, free Adam exposure. Again, yeah, oh, dude. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So, I mean, dragon. Are you kidding me? Shows? If you're yo fucking dragon, listen up for a minute. If you're a fucking yeah. dragon, <laughs> and you're first of all walking around society like it's not fucking weird, like you just said you do. First off, call me by my name, please. Steven. No, Dragon Seven. Dragon right. Seven. Well, that's there was okay. Six before. What are you wow. fucking an eight-year-old on Xbox? All right, you know so, what, man? Seven dwarves, right. seven dragons. Yeah. I like this Steve, guy. Steve, hey, Dragon Seven. If you're walking around with the, with my face, people are gonna look at you because you're a dragon, and then they see a human face, they're gonna go, "Whoa, who's that guy? Was he on According to Jim once? Yes, he was. <laughs> let me Google. Let me Google image no, his you face. Know what they're gonna say, idiot human. They're gonna say, "Oh, this is my human tattoo," and you know what this means? A bunch of dudes take it in the butt, and that's what they're going to say yours means, man. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Dragon 7. Dragon 7 or whatever your fucking name is, this is where the call ends, man. I thought we All were right, cool. Man. Hey, hey, listen to my podcast. No, eat podcast. a dick. Eat a dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dragon Podcast. Yeah, Dragon Podcast. <laughs> Dude, that's how you know. <laughs> they've got well, they've got one listener, little Jackie Paper. <laughs> little Jackie Paper. How's that reference? Nursery rhyme? That's fantastic. What's man. up? Dude, this has got to be one of the weirdest podcasts we ever had. Dude, but uh, but you know what, I man? You always come into these things. We have somewhat of a map, somewhat of a game plan. Sure. And then you you know, I think what's 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 been working with us, Brad, is that we're open to the possibilities of things flipping on a dime and stories leading into stories that that we didn't even know existed. I mean, and we had Brian Big Country Reeves stories, and then we had an actual dragon. Yo, call the in. element of callers. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> oh that, that, that's him complaining that, outside. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, unbelievable show. Um, well, uh, plug your stuff and, please, let, uh, and let's get out. Guys, and thank you for, for downloading the show. Uh, we, we continue to just uh, obtain Bring listeners and followers, and we really appreciate it. Uh, keep you. downloading us on iTunes and subscribing and retweeting at, uh, at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad. Please check out all my videos uh, at, at Adam Ray, uh, I'm sorry, at AdamRayTV.com. Cool. And uh, I will be at, uh, well, I'll be in Ontario with you next yeah, week. Yeah, we're going to do Ontario Improv 
12th, July uh, 5th through the 8th. Adam will be there on July 5th and July 8th. So come on out. And uh, uh, I am, once again, at Funny Brad on Twitter, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Thank you, guys. And coming up next on Tobe Hot Network, three too much. The gang talks Josh's first time officiating a wedding. Hey, another wedding theme. The upcoming bar crawl and the importance of not hiding in refrigerators during hide-and-seek. You know, one time I hid in the refrigerator. One time... I thought we could go a whole yeah, episode yeah, no, 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 without no, no, Tony one Danza. I, one time I hid in the refrigerator. <laughs> and uh, I gotta be honest, it was cold as shit, man. I had the tiniest little dick. Uh, we can talk about it next week. Uh, thank you, interrupting Tony Danza. This has been the About Last Night show with Adam and Brad. Please remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.